0: That's how much Christmas retail spending increased, according to new data from CNN. E-commerce spending was up even more, a whopping 49%. But 2021 begins today. So what should we expect in consumer spending for the year ahead? In this edition of Fintech Friday, the 2021 forecast for payments and spending. What's next? I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on January 1st. This is FinTech Friday, brought to you by CardLinks. It's great to be with you. Happy New Year. The numbers are in, and it was, in fact, a pretty decent Christmas holiday spending season after all. Despite the pandemic, consumers pulled out their credit cards and spent on home goods and e-commerce. That's spending more than made up for the decline in sales at physical stores and malls as consumers hunkered down due to new COVID restrictions. Last week on our Christmas Day podcast, we looked back at 2020. Today, the first day of 2021, we look forward to what we should expect in the year ahead. There are so many things that have changed in commerce over the past nine months, so it's really tough to tell what comes next. Will we see continued strong e-commerce sales? Will the pandemic finally be cut short because of vaccines, or will it take a long time to see the economy fully recover? Will consumers start paying for goods and services in entirely different and new ways, like mobile wallets or account-to-account transfers? To make sense of the year to come, today on the show we speak with an executive from Discover. Discover is one of the big three credit card networks with over 50 million U.S. cardholders. It's also one of the top 10 banks in the U.S., and internationally, it operates under the Diner's Card brand. The company's cards are accepted at over 48 million merchant locations around the world. So the company knows quite a bit about how consumers are spending their money right now, not just in the U.S., but around the globe. They also know what are some of the key new emerging trends for 2021. Jasma Guy is Vice President at Discover, and she's an expert on payments, and we're going to discuss what to expect in digital commerce for 2021. Good morning, Jasma. How are you?
1: I'm good, Silvio. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, and welcome back to FinTech Friday. Question for you, where are you today?
1: Chicago, although I have to say it looks very different than the last time we spoke. It's pretty dark and gray.
0: Right. Yes. I think the last time we spoke, it was uh, still springtime. Springtime, yeah. Now you are in the throes of the Chicago winter. So if we step back, you know, the biggest portion of most economies, including the U.S., is actually consumer spending. And in the third quarter, we've seen some of that retail spending bounce back. And in fact, even on Black Friday, we started to see some really good growth with the discovery of an effective vaccine. How do you think payments and shopping will bounce back next year in 2021? Is it going to be a slow, gradual recovery or do you expect like a really significant and quick bounce back?
1: First of all, as you kind of pointed out, the economic activity will definitely kind of go hand in hand with the pace of recovery as a vaccines rollout, cetera. What I can tell you is that 35% of our consumers, when we asked them as part of our survey, said they're going to spend less this holiday season. Two big reasons. One, the financial instability, given the environment that we are all in and two, disrupted social engagements. I will say that we are doing our part to boost the spend as much as we can. We are making donations and contributions to different agencies like the World Health Organization, Solidarity Relief Fund, the Feeding America Relief Fund. But most exciting is we are actually completing a campaign that we conducted over the last three months where we are giving $5 million to Black-owned restaurants. More so because our data shows that they are disproportionately impacted by the pandemic. So I think all in all, when it put together, Silvio, it remains to be seen, but it might be softer than last year, albeit it's where the spend shifts. As I said, we are seeing a large shift in contactless, in debit, so it remains to be seen where it moves.
0: Discover is a very large global network and network of networks, as you mentioned earlier. You know, here in the US, we think of Discover Network and Discover the card issuer around the world. Discover is also known as Diners Card, et cetera. So you guys have a really big business. What are some of the big trends outside of the US in payment technology? Because you know, I think for most of our professional careers, the US has been the leader in payments. Lately, other countries have come to the fore. You know, you think about China, for example, and the Alipay and financial IPO. That was going to be the biggest fintech IPO in history until it got pulled. So there are some hotspots of innovation outside of the U.S. What are you seeing outside of the U.S.? And what can you tell us about what's going to happen in 2021 there?
1: That's right. There is so much going on outside the U.S. that I think we need to keep a very close eye on. And one of the things that I've been most excited about is the migration to the non-card payment types for the future. Account-to-account payments for a consumer are becoming very mainstream. If I can just simply push money from my account to you for whatever that may be, whether you're a merchant or a friend, and I can do so aided by maybe faster or instant payment rail-to-payment platforms, I'm replacing cash, and that's going to threaten the dominance of just the card schemes. I will say that having partnerships all around the globe, established card markets will still continue. However, account account will continue to capture this increasing share that we are seeing towards cashless migration. You mentioned Alipay in China. That's exactly what that is, right? Ideal in Netherlands. We are already seeing these mobile money platforms kind of doing their thing and growing very rapidly. So I remain excited about seeing the space and how it evolves. And I think it behooves us as a card payment network to invest and look at these other non-card payment types for the future.
0: Really interesting. Lots of new ways to pay and... Not all of them necessarily based on a credit card. Some new technologies coming to the fore. Looking forward into 2021, many industry experts believe that spending and payments are not gonna go back to the way they operated before the pandemic. And in fact, the chairman of the US Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, recently said that the economy will recover eventually, but it's not gonna be the same economy as before the pandemic. It's gonna be really different. What are some of the principal things that you think are going to be different in 2021 in payments and credit cards?
1: We've talked about the migration from physical to digital. It was already there, but we are seeing more of it. What we are also seeing, Silvio, is those small amount purchases, like $2, $3, but that were pretty much taken over by cash. We are seeing that in our debit portfolio. So that cash is now moving to debit. So I think we'll continue to see this push that the industry has been calling cleaner payments as consumers kind of demand more of those interactions in their everyday lives, making that touchless payment transaction, whether you're in store buying your groceries, whether you're trying to pay your sitter or your dog walkers. I'm doing that through P2P capabilities, whatever wallet you might be using to do that. I'm surprised to see the amount of QR implementations outside of APAC, even in here in the U.S., our competitors are ramping up those activities. So I think there's a lot going on. And from our perspective, Discover's perspective, you know, we'll continue our discipline on expense management, albeit we'll move quickly to acquire more accounts and drive our business forward should there be a change.
0: Now, when we look back on 2020, I think for retailers, it will 2020 be remembered as the year that for the first time they had more of their sales online than in-store. If we look forward to 2021, what, what do you think we will remember 2021 for?
1: I do hope, if nothing else, it's the year of recovery. Let the vaccines roll out. And, you know, we all want to get back and start seeing people and seeing colleagues and seeing families Having said that, in terms of trends, COVID definitely accelerated things that were already there, things like e-commerce. However, if I was going to pick on one thing, I would say 2021 will be the year of mobile payments. I expect to see more instant issuance of virtual cards directly to your digital wallets. At Discover Payments Network, we are already paying in this space of new acceptance solutions. So think about TAP on mobile or the industry also calls it soft pause, right, soft point of sale. And last but not least, you've seen an eruption, if I may, of buy now, pay later. Even many of our network partners as well as issuers have announced their own versions of buy now, pay later. I think we'll continue to see that. I think you'll see those payment types take away potentially from credit and debit. So all in all, 2021, I think mobile payments is finally here to stay and you'll see a growth.
0: 2021, the year of mobile payments. You heard it here first. Well, you know, it's kind of different weather here in San Francisco than it is in Chicago. But it's also been, during this pandemic, a tale of two cities as it comes to business performance. You know, some companies have really struggled. For example, restaurants Mm and airlines have had a really tough time. Some companies have done really well. So, for example, e-commerce companies and payments companies, they've just been rock stars over this last year how has Discover feared in its payment and network business during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I would start by saying our priority has always been and will remain the health and safety of our employees. Having said that, you're absolutely right on the payment side, the Discover Payments business is doing pretty well. In terms of what we've been doing and where we've been focused, if I may add some color, the U.S. contactless market has accelerated across the board because of the pandemic. We've rolled out contactless here for our biggest issuer, Discover Card, and glad to report we've seen 200% growth in contactless spending. The other key component of our Discover Network payment business is our network-to-network alliance partnerships around the globe. We've signed about in this year alone, about eight to 10. Also kind of keeping an eye on, you know, where are we headed? So international travel, still pretty nascent. However, based on the data and based on our own volumes, we are seeing it pick up domestically and regionally. So very excited to share launch of couple new loyalty offerings One is a 100% digital concierge service. We are calling it a digital assistant. And also a new airport experience that's coming next year, which will not only give you access to lounge as it did traditionally, but also spa and restaurants and sleeping pods at airports. So very excited about those two. And last but not least, on the e-commerce space, we too launched our version of secure remote commerce, which is click to pay So seeing some good volume come in through that. So as you see, we've been pretty busy and doing pretty well.
0: Yeah, lots going on. You've been very active and really interesting to see your investments in a resurgent travel space. Also, great to see the huge jump in contactless payments and also big investments in e-commerce. Jasma, thank you so much for your time today. Really great insights. And I really look forward to having you back on the show next year, but really wonderful to benefit from your expertise. Yeah, I
1: know, Sylvia. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much, Jasmine. Have a happy, healthy and prosperous 2021.
1: (laughs) Likewise, thank you, Silvio.
0: That's Jasmine Guy, Vice President with Discover based in Chicago, Illinois. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on what to expect in digital commerce in 2021. If you're like me, you spent more than a few hours this past week thinking about 2020 and what you want to do differently in 2021, both personally and professionally. I know I made up my list of annual resolutions, and they include many of my standard decisions like exercising more and doing my best to spend more quality time with my family. But on the professional side, as we've heard on the podcast, 2021 will continue to be a year of change. See, last year was very unpredictable. In fact, you could call 2020 the year of the unpredictable. For example, many merchants had to make the transition from in-store business to e-commerce online business practically overnight. But 2021 will be different. And in fact, it will be very predictable about one key thing it will be a year of predictable, accelerated change. In particular, we can expect increased e-commerce sales. We can expect significantly increased use of mobile wallets. We can expect a big surge in the use of mobile offers and cashback offers across most of the digital commerce platforms. And we can also expect the economy to change at a much more rapid pace than what we saw even in 2020. So, buckle up your seatbelt, folks. 2021 will be a year of continued accelerated change in digital commerce. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, Happy New Year. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.